What next for Saudi Arabia and Iran today on The World? I'm Marco Werman. Saudi Arabia is in a major spat with Iran. Some say it's down to the divide between Sunni and Shiite Muslims. Others say it's politics. You have two great powers in the region that want to achieve dominance. And sectarianism is a very powerful tool in getting legitimacy for their quest for power. Plus, a fence goes up between Sweden and Denmark, but it's unlikely to stem the flow of migrants. It's something that you could probably climb over yourself. And introducing a new member of the periodic table. Uniactium, which is essentially a kind of placeholder name that means 118th element. Those stories coming up today on The World. Glad you could be with us on this first Monday of 2016. The world we hear is getting smaller, the universe expanding. And today we also hear about four freshly recognized elements in the periodic table. So fresh, they don't even have names yet. More on that later in the show. We begin, though, with a closer look at the bad chemistry that's got the Middle East and much of the world on high alert right now. Saudi Arabia and Iran, two nations that also claim religious leadership roles. Saudi Arabia for Sunni Muslims, Iran for Shiite Muslims. Relations between the two were already tense. Then this weekend, Saudi Arabia executed 47 people, including a prominent Shiite cleric. Next, the Saudi embassy in Iran was attacked by protesters there, and the Saudis decided to sever diplomatic relations with Iran. For the Saudi view, we turn to Fahad Nazar, formerly with the Saudi embassy in the U.S. He's now an analyst with the Arab Gulf States Institute in Washington, which is funded by Saudi Arabia, and a think tank in Abu Dhabi. From the Saudi perspective, the uh, people who were executed on Saturday were essentially the worst of the worst. They were um, tried and convicted of some very serious uh, terrorist uh, attacks in which about 100 people have been uh, killed. Uh, Some of these attacks go back to 2003. They basically targeted uh, Saudis, uh, both civilians as well as uh, security personnel, but also some Brits and Americans. They had already gone through several appeals processes and and, uh, exhausted basically all the legal measures within the legal system. And 2015, I think, was, was an especially brutal year in Saudi Arabia in terms of the terrorist attacks that took place. Those were mostly inspired by ISIS. The ISIS sympathizers and affiliates in some ways pose a, a, a serious challenge, I think, to Saudi security. And so in the way I'm reading it, these executions were a message to uh, Saudi Arabia's own militants, whether they're Sunni or Shiites, that uh, going forward, Saudi Arabia will have a zero tolerance policy. You cannot conduct violent attacks against Saudis or non-Saudis, no matter what your grievances are. So if you believe the the bloodiest attacks of 2015 were because of ISIS, why go after Shia activists? I mean, the the cleric Nimr al-Nimr always claimed he fought a war of words, not a war of violence. Well, uh, at the very least, I think one has to uh, realize or admit that he was considered a firebrand uh, at the very least. His uh, Sermons were uh, very fiery and and, uh, in some ways on multiple occasions he essentially called for the overthrow of the Saudi government. I don't think he he was implying that that should be done peacefully. And in terms of the actual crimes that he was charged with, it was certainly not for his activism as as is portrayed sometimes in the Western media. The the Saudi government accused him of actually taking part in in a terrorist cell and in fomenting uh, sedition and in... uh, causing people to actually 
carry out actual attacks, and they held him personally responsible for some of the attacks in which uh, security personnel were killed. And incidentally, there was another person by the name of uh, Faras Ashuel, who was a Sunni militant, who was also executed on Saturday, and, and he too was considered as an ideologue who uh, incited people to violence, and he and Nimr were essentially held personally responsible for uh, some of the deaths that took place. You know, Shiite protesters have taken to the streets from Bahrain to Pakistan. The Saudi embassy in Iran came under attack. Thousands of protesters today in Baghdad. Do you think the Saudis uh, kind of knew what was going to be the response to these executions? That's hard to tell. I, I mean, again, I think the, the, the primary message here was was towards its own you know, Sunni and Shia militants within Saudi Arabia. I suspect that they anticipate that there would be some sort of reaction. But in the press conference that was held yesterday in Riyadh by the Saudi foreign minister, he made it very clear that the